Kaputa's Network. Hi, this is Evan Track with the Freebirds Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 74 of 40K Radio. I'm your host, Matt Ox. With me, as always, is Amy. Hello. And JF. Hey. And we've got lots of exciting news today. We're in the midst of the advent calendar. We've got some information about Tau, Depticon. But first, as always, I'd like to talk about what we've been doing hobby-wise. And today we'll start with JF. So, um... I have a ton of things that I'm working on that I can't talk about. I'm really busy and shouldn't be taking on any new projects. I abs- I'm absolutely swamped. So so my brother challenged me to a game of 25 power levels for 40K um, <laughs> using stuff I don't have painted yet. <laughs> so, instead of working on what I'm supposed to, I'm painting um, 10 Beast Boys. Beast Naga Boys and a Beast Boss, because nice. it's the only way to have a coherent force that I can just add to my current Beast Nagas and use that. Um, it's fun. I like it, because Beast Nagas are cool. But also, <laughs> at the same time, I've got Adepticon things to paint, and I wanted to paint some of the figs from uh, the Shadow Throne box set. Uh, I wanted to paint two of them, but it looks like I'm just going to get one done. <laughs> hey, that's more than zero. It is infinitely more than zero. <laughs> it's also infinitely less than two, if you want to go that way. Like, if you really want to be like that. Well, no, one is half as much as that's zero. Right. As, as two, right, sorry. Right, two, right. Right. I am strong in the ways of the math. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's that's about it. I mean, um, should be yeah, enough, I mean, right? I mean, like we didn't do a thing or anything. Did we? Yeah. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I did paint another thing. I did paint another thing. It was super fun to do. Uh, I I painted. Amy and I streamed painting uh, the red gobo. Awesome. And it was super fun. It's a super interesting fig to paint. I am very glad that it comes with stats. <laughs> I did not expect that. And when I found out it came with stats, I immediately thought, oh, my God, I need to build eventually a red gobo army, <laughs> um, like a Christmas army. And I'm going to I'm going to get a bunch of grots. They're going to be Christmas elves. I'm going to paint them with candy canes, all sorts of things. And then today, Warhammer Plus yeah. does exactly that. And I mean, it's not off the table, but it's not as much like it's it's still on the table, but there's a cat next to it. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, considering I'm currently doing some beast snagas, and I have this other crazy thing for which I received the balance of my malls, like my my other um, my Adepticon plan with my buggies. So I've uh, I've, I've received the rest of my buggies and my bikes. So that's that's fun. The uh, because of the paint scheme I'm doing, like the, the number of sub assemblies is unreasonable <laughs> that's a good is, word yeah it, there's, to, to say it's sub-assembly is a bit of an exaggeration it's mostly just I'm painting every piece independently almost so that's not great but it's going to be fun the results are uh, going to speak for themselves I suppose theoretically so, yeah. So yeah, so I've got I've got the, the the buggy army. I've got my beast snagas. I think it's okay to wait for a little while before I plan and start a potential third orc army. Well, yeah. I think you'll be alright. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be fine. I've uh, I've got time. Time's on my side for once in my goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Amy? Uh, so the boring work continues on my Adepticon army. Uh, I got, uh, so the other day I was a little under the weather and so I'm like, all right, well I can at least sit down 
and start painting the trim. And like, maybe I won't notice how much I hate painting trim because I don't feel well. So I'll just do that. No, um, I was very aware of how much I hate painting trim. Uh, <laughs> so that progresses slowly. Um, I figure once I get all the infantry models done, uh, I will treat myself to painting some uh, pox walkers because those are the most fun. Um, and as Jeff mentioned, we did the uh, Red Gobbo stream the other day, and it was hella fun. I uh, I painted the rim of the base of mine gold because I was feeling sassy, and <laughs> very, I love very festive. Painted him to look like a deer because <laughs> I didn't want to paint him like like. Yeah, you didn't want to wanted, paint him like I did, which is like everybody else did. Yeah, you know, I needed to give him a little something-something. <laughs> I so, like the idea of the deer thing. As it, really cool. it was good. So, uh, to that end, I, I, I did watch today the Kill Team Battle Report that they put out with the holiday, like, theme. Yeah. Where it was uh, Louise with the, with the Red Gobbo and his uh, minions, and then it was Nick Baton and, like for Space Wolves. Um, and I, I will say, like, if you have not been to Adepticon and you want to know what playing in the friendly is like <laughs> gameplay-wise, this is actually pretty accurate. At one it's point... sober friendly. <laughs> yeah, at one point, they're playing and they're about to end the turn and Louise is like, oh, wait, hang on, you woke up some squigs. <laughs> and Nick is like, wait, what? And she's like, oh, yes. And then, like, squigs appear. And so that is actually That's pretty awesome. on point for what to expect uh, when you play in the 40K friendly at Adepticon. But, but see, here's the thing, right? And maybe it's just me, but outside of outside of the friendly as a, um, as a, as a venue, as a context, and perfectly sober i think these random things would probably quickly get on my nerves right but that's the whole point is it's exactly it's, yeah. it's, they're very specific nonsense case scenarios very because it keeps you from like you can't like you can build your your tuned list however you want and then uh and then it turns out that your war your your warlords have a have a shootout before deployment and uh, maybe it dies. <laughs> maybe it never hits the table. Maybe that happens. Which, which uh, is yeah. actually very reminiscent of the crusade rules for orcs. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. right. <laughs> they do have their war boss thing that goes on, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. I am plodding along is about, <laughs> <laughs> is about the best I can say. Uh, what about you, Matt? So um, I've been pretty busy at work, so I haven't had time to do much. I've just been continuing to work on my Necromunda gang, and I was able to get some of these Zone Mortalis floor tiles. Um, mm -hmm. They did have to get shipped from England, but I do have them. So uh, I plan to start working on those pretty soon. Nice. Mm, yeah, so... Yeah. That's your your necromunda-ing is inspiring in the worst possible way. Yeah. Ah, yeah. sorry. <clears throat> no, it's fine. <laughs> you should just I mean, we made him get orcs, so I guess it's only fair. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, you should just, um, you know, throw a necromunda force on your, uh, on your list of things to do. I mean, you don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I've got enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Soon, soon. It, it it sounds very much like a 2022 when I'm bored this summer type of thing. <laughs> it's definitely um, post Adepticon. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, absolutely. Adepticon is already it's uh it's already its own thing. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not. I can't even tell you that I'm going to be able to attend as I intended to. I'm going to do my best to be there in whatever form or capacity I can, but. Because of uh, the Omicron var variant, Canada is kind of uh, starting to crack down on travel. And who knows how that's going to look like in three months. So, <laughs> fingers it, it, crossed. It's a business trip. We have podcast business to attend to. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing is, like, they, they never really crack to the point where they say, like, you cannot travel yeah. 
for pleasure. Like it's always tr- they, they tell you to try to restrict, uh, to, to refrain from unnecessary travel. What does happen though is that they do close certain modes of transportation, such as crossing the border um, by uh, <laughs> by car, yeah. which is a necessity if I am going to be bringing uh, the, the the materials I need for the team tournament that we're supposed to have. So should I only be able to go by plane, which I will if that's the case, and I'll I'll make the effort. I'm strong. But if that is the case, I will have to not do the team tournament, or if I do the team tournament, not in the usual spectacular fashion I like to do it. Yeah. Um, the one thing that's sure is that I will be bringing my stuff for the friendly mm-hmm. to do friendly things. We'll be real friendly. I'm, so, I'm going to be so friendly. <laughs> so friendly from six feet apart. Yes. Yeah, because that's the other thing too. Like, if if it gets that bad, how is it going to influence how the actual event is played? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they did. I'm sure, as everybody saw, you have to be vaccinated or have a negative test within 72 hours. So, provides some some safety anyway. Yeah, and I mean, I think Amy and I had a bit of that discussion in the sense that. Anybody that's going to complain about that doesn't realize how much of a concession that already is. Yeah. Yeah. That they're not, like, requiring... Because yeah. I expected them to be full-stop vaccination-proof or go home. Yeah. Which is um, what uh, PAX Unplugged this past weekend, uh, which had a whole bunch of Warhammer events and such. Uh, that was their policy. So I was hopeful. But... Mm. Well, and, 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 you know, it depends on how this thing progresses because uh, as we know tickets march is simultaneously so... very far and very near yeah and tickets are yeah. on you know, there's about what a month before tickets are on sale anyway yeah so. oh well, less than that i think i thought it was right? well, well, i thought it was january 18th i'm probably wrong maybe it was the 8th i thought it i uh, know i i don't know i thought it was fairly early i could be wrong know this the, uh, the if, if only there was a place we could look it up, you know, <laughs> instead of having this conversation. The event list goes mm. live the end of this month. The 28th, 28th, right? right? Here we go. Mm-hmm. January 11th. Okay, okay yeah. yeah so you guys are right. A little, little less than a month. You're right. So we get, I mean, you know, we'll have to see what happens between, between now and then, but... Um, 7 p.m. Central Time too, and the usually is wasn't it usually during the day? Now it's at night. Interesting. Um, it's been at night the last couple of years because oh. I remember mm-hmm. being at I remember being at PAX Unplugged one year. Oh, and having a I was at PAX Unplugged at the booth trying to register for events. <laughs> um, which uh, I don't know if you've tried to use the internet in a place with thousands of people, but it doesn't go awesome. Yeah. That year was hectic. No, it's been it's been in the evening for uh, for several years now. I don't think I've ever the had hells to... have been in the afternoon. Oh, that's yeah. Like, yeah. Hells used to be like at noon central, which was like one p.m. us. So yeah, that's that's where it got complicated. See, I just let somebody I'm going with fight for a hotel, and then I don't think I've ever had a, an event that was like because I mean I went to the team tournament. Like you guys do. So there's nothing that like I have to jump on and register for right away. You know, Team tournament and the friendly are they quick. go fast. Yeah. It's the friendly though, so like you do know that to a point, if you miss out, if you show up, there will be at least some nonsense for you to participate in. Yeah. Yes, but I am <clears throat> reluctant to push my luck on that. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I like being the guy who has his ticket, and if a friend doesn't, then I can uh, I, I can say, oh, I, I uh, you, you can show up. Like I I, I want to be helpful, <laughs> not yeah. helped. So yeah, so GW put up a little article about you know Adepticon because um, they'll have Golden Demon there again this year, as well as the technically f- the first time. Because it was supposed to be oh, like, it was, here yeah, for the right. first it's supposed time to be, yeah, in forever, yeah, the yeah. year that wasn't. The yes. year that didn't yet happen. The before times. Mm. So we'll have our first Adepticon Golden Demon, the Forge World Store as always, and Kill Team Live, which actually, uh, 
Looks kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Kill Team Live. I... Kill Team... Now, for anybody that didn't see it, it's, it's, it's Kill Team Laser Tag. Now, as Warhammer Plus subscribers, we, play we can play as much as we want all weekend. <laughs> Which I thought was a very important point. I look forward to um, Drunk Kill Team... Life? This is what I'm saying. How late is this going to be open? Because I think that's going to impact a lot of stuff. Can <laughs> I can hours. I go to uh, the what is it Toledo Games or whatever? Like, can I go rummage through bits and then <laughs> go play some yeah. laser tag Cause, at like cause two o'clock in the morning? The reality of it is the way my schedule usually works out. If I can't play at two in the morning. With a laser gun in one hand and tequila in the other, I'm probably not going to get to play. I think um, you can play with We don't tequila. have anything Thursday currently. We haven't seen the schedule yet. I'm so... Because the thing is, there will, there will be time for Kill Team Live. We're going to make it happen. Can we Somehow. be a team? Oh, yeah. 40K Radio takes on all comers. 40K Radio takes on all comers. <laughs> not for super long. <laughs> I, don't... I will be dead before it starts. I'm, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> you can't drink while you're playing. We well, well, I'm going to die. Out. Well, then let me finish this right now. <laughs> right now. Uh, <laughs> God, I miss it. I had totally I'm forgotten so... about Kill Team Live until you said it, and now I'm, like, hyped for it again. <laughs> I will be completely honest with you guys. I am. I have about zero hype for it. The only thing that makes me eager is because you guys seem excited. And if we all go together, then it'll be fun. That's what uh, I'm saying. It's not like I'm going to go by myself. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not like, you're laser tag, which those will be the dudes we're fighting. Just so oh, absolutely. I, <laughs> which is fine, because you just walk around with like your hand over the sensor. You're like, hey, you get me. Yeah. No, I don't want to be that guy. I know. No, depends on who you're playing, really. No. <laughs> I, if I'm if I'm playing against the kind of people for whom I would need to play to, to cheat, I don't want to play at all. Yeah, it's we'll just let calling. that be. There's over other things fast. I can do. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you guys are um, dicks. Then uh, I'm gonna shoot my own sensor. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haha. I'm gonna do. Li- I'm gonna go do literally anything else. I'm gonna be the commissar. Bam, Jeff, you did. Yes, please. Ah, <laughs> uh, the sweet void. Um. So that should be entertaining, if done anything else. And of course, uh, they mentioned that you know they're. Coming back to Deadcon in style with a huge preview, which we'll talk about the advent calendar a little later. You can get some idea what would be going on. And definitely, if you are going to Adepticon, make sure that you remember to register for the preview, yeah. which is free but limited capacity. Yeah. Uh, and and by remember, we mean. Free stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, and by, by remember, done. what we mean is forget until I've signed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, obviously. <laughs> And it also, it looks like they're helping out with some of the um, other events that happen at Adepticon, right? So, because even in their article, they mentioned the Warhammer 40,000 Friendly uh, and Underworld's Grand Clash and some Warcry. So they might, you know, I'm sure that for those, they're going to be donating some nice prize support, too. So here's what I, I really want them, though. They've been better about this sort of thing, right? Like, they're definitely better about, like, showing off cool stuff from the community. Yeah. So I don't want the, like terrible spiky bits article covering like the team tournament armies like g-dubs you have the resources please cover this yeah please yeah have official photos of cool armies but that'd be cool here's the thing that's great is that there's two things there's on the con side games workshop is very clear that they're probably not going to give you coverage if you show up with a bunch of like third-party models sure, absolutely. and things like that. Rightfully so. No, absolutely. But on the on the pro side, they can't possibly do worse than Spiky Bits, Beasts of Wars, and... and Listen, Spiky and, Bits uh, is Bellasso. the weekly world news of the 40K. The so all are. Is the, the, best, the best one ever was the article from the other day that was like, GW CEO reports 25% loss blah 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 <laughs> it's like 
I don't even know how you managed to pretend that that's what it said, but okay, I guess. Well, I, I think we've talked about it. This is something that you can also see in the behavior of, of YouTube channels that specialize in, in Games Workshop news is because Games Workshop has gotten ahead of the rumor, the rumor mill. And mm. basically, whenever there's a leak within like a few hours, they say, hey, you guys might have seen this on other website. Here are some clean photos. Yeah, right. Here's the non-bullshit. And so, so quote, quote, unquote, sources has become either unreliable or uninteresting. But these, like, let's not forget, like, these blogs, which maybe started as little little fan projects, are, they're professional ventures. These are for-profit organizations. They're there to get your ad clicks. Well, for sure. That's why I can't go read the websites, because I can't, don't have 20 minutes. No, I just read the I just read the articles when people share them in groups. (laughs) Yeah. Just the headline. And then I go look it up. But the the, anyway. the thing is, the only thing that is left for these people for, for for these companies is the hate posts. Yeah. That's yeah. the only revenue generating things. Like people will, there will always be, be haters. There will always be people who are curious. Like it's basically the haters and the gullibles and and that huge crossover in the Venn diagram, and that's their bread and butter. And I think it's a shame because like websites like that, these blogs have a great opportunity to try to work with Games Workshop mm-hmm. instead of taking this adversarial point of view. And you can see it in the YouTube channels. There's a lot of there's a lot of garbage. Of, yeah, there's a lot of garbage. <laughs> a lot of people pivoted to, oh, Games Workshop won't let me pretend to have rumors, then I am going to just hate post on them and make money off of that. Yeah. But there are some that just went, all right, well Games Workshop is doing this. I'm going to double down on what Games Workshop is doing. And I am going to, like, Games Workshop sends, like, they send me, say, Shadow Throne. Well, the day, like, the second that I have the, like, that the NDA is lifted, I am going to have a 20-minute video overanalyzing all the stats and all the information and adding the speculation. And guess who's going to be the winner in the long term? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Also, I should note that there is a little uh, little subnote to the Kill Team live art, uh, portion of the article. Uh, no bayonets or shovels allowed. Just so you know. I'm okay with that. No bayonets and what? Shovels. 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 Oh well, I'm just, I'll just have to rely on my trust, trusty chopper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, technicality. Didn't say anything about choppers, so you're good to go. Mm-hmm. There's one thing 40k knows it's uh, rules loopholes. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and anything can be a chopper. <laughs> Perfect. So we get to see um, they've they've uh, come out. Uh, is it last week we saw the the battle forces for Christmas. So we got a nice space green, Death Guard, <gasps> Orc, and Sisters ba- uh, Necrons and Mechanicus and Sister Battle. I, there was more than I thought, which is why there were so many ants there. Um, yeah, there were so many. I'm scrolling, like, like and? Uh, were this there is, more and, than usual? And? Yeah, th- well, there was, what, six this year? And usually there's... Yeah, isn't it usually uh, four? There was five. I think usually it's four. And um, the, the Orc one, you know, that's a, a new army this year, as well as the Sisters. Um, so, did, get, did see a couple new ones, which is uh, nice. Um... Any of these caught your guys' fancy? You probably have enough works already. I can't. Like, I, I can't. And I was very good, and I didn't. Yeah. But that ad mech box, man. Because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got plans, right? <laughs> like, because that's the thing, right? Is I'm not going to just get it. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, but as it's not my next plan, I can't really. So, GW, a few uh, weeks ago, I guess. I don't know. Time has no meaning. Um, <laughs> they put out a thing. It was, like, right after Armies on Parade, right? And they're starting the, like, year of Armies on Parade, where it's every two or three months, I forget now, they give you, like, a task, so that by the end of it, you have an Armies on Parade-ready army, which I thought was great. And so I'm like, I could, like, work that in. (laughs) And so I'm, like, looking at my pile of shame, and I was like, I have an awful lot of Necrons. (laughs) So what if I just do Necrons next? Then they'll be my friendly army for 2023. I can't. Mm-hmm. time um, <laughs> you know and then it'll be all done 
by the fall, and that's unheard of. Like, <laughs> like super early. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That doesn't sound like hotel room painting. I don't. I don't know how. So I have to sign up for another event so, <laughs> so that I can not be ready for it. Um, and so I just like I couldn't. I couldn't get the Adeptus Mechanicus, but mm. <laughs> it was a really good looking box. The Adeptus Mechanicus box is literally all the models that I don't have yet. (laughs) (laughs) It is super tempting. Yeah. More tempting, though, is the absolutely gorgeous Death Guard box. Yeah, that's a really nice box. That was a good box. It would be so hard for me to justify, considering I gave away all my Death Guard stuff, and specifically not to have it on hand. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, yeah, those I love the uh, I love the bite haulers, the the little guys getting there. Those are some really yeah, nice models. Yeah, I've got those right now, and they're they're looking at me, and they're real cute. And uh, they kept to the norm with the Age of Sigmar. They only put out four four there. A very nice uh, Soul Black Grave Lords box though, with a lot of the new stuff in there. That's a very nice box yeah. as well. Um, and actually contains quite a few miniatures. That one's got almost seventy miniatures in it, which is uh, I think the highest miniature count box out of all of these. So, which makes sense for undead, right? You gotta have a lot of skeletons and zombies. Yeah, but they don't always make the box make sense. No, that's true. This one actually does like make a lot of sense, though. It looks really, it's a really good box. Um, a nice Slanesh box and the Lumineth, as well as the Bone Reapers. Bone Reapers box looks really nice. Yeah, those are some nice, nice models. Um, <clears throat> it's a cool looking army. Hmm. Fast to paint if you take all, all the possible shortcuts. Like, if you want to go from not having an army to having an army... Yeah, that's a pretty quick o- one. Yeah, I'll see our Bone Reapers. I mean, it's boned. Already, it's a good start. <laughs> yeah, right. And Skeleton Horde contrast paint is excellent. Mm-hmm. Yes, one, it is. One. Between that and, like, um, and, and some airbrushing, you can get some very quick results on those guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a really nice box, too. Um... And uh, Games Workshop was kind enough to send us a copy of Shadow Throne. Uh, this was a paid advertisement by Games Workshop. But um, JF being a Custodes player, happy to get and a new... And a Gene Stealer Yeah, and a Gene Stealer player. player. Absolutely <laughs> perfect. And I'm sure you were uh, happy to have uh, another choice for your army in the form of the Blade Champion. It's so good because the thing is like i don't like i own a lot of custodes like i own an obnoxious amount of these models but i've only got about a thousand points painted um that i did for a for a team tournament once so i've got like this really fun converted um, um what is it called like the uh the, the land raider i've got a a dude on jet bike as my hq and i've got a unit of normal dudes as normal as custodes gets and i've got like an alaris custodes with a, a a banner so here i am with this only one choice of hq and now I'm painting a second HQ choice, which gives me a little bit of variety. But remember, I said I only have one jet bike and one Terminator dude in there. But I had to buy the boxes for those. So I've got two more jet bikes. I've got two more Alaris Terminator. So if I add the Terminators, I got I, I'm getting Witch Shadow Throne plus the Custodes Guards plus the other some like 20 Custodes Guards I have. I buy another box of jet bikes. I can have a whole. I have. I can have a, a unit of jet bikes, a unit of terminators, a whole bunch of different custodas, and I. Uh, I've already got a. Uh, I've already got the the, the the land raider. Plus, I have pretty much all the forge world vehicles except the two flyers. So I've got the transport. I've got two of the palace. Three of the palace. Uh, little graph tanks. I've got the uh, another one of the big graph tanks, so and I have one of the dreadnoughts. So if I get all of this painted, <laughs> I'm gonna have a lot of points to play around with. Mm. So I'm very excited, and the, the 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 fact that now I'll have two HQs, I can po- probably get a third one somehow. It's true, I do have a third one because I have that character. I can, yeah, and they're they're not long to paint either. 
<laughs> I'm very excited, guys. And that's I painted the... my first shiny boy, and I, I mean, it's not quite dumb, but uh, yeah, I had more fun than I'll admit. And uh, that's a that's it. a pretty dynamic model too, the the Blade Champion. Yeah, and... definitely, especially dynamic for custodes, the custodes yeah. who like to yeah, stand so there. I mean, like they kind of. They they get you know they get their stalwart They're hold stoic. hold the line pose right yeah and but this guy's like nope fine. I'm going he's eating in no I'm going and he's Yolo, got two baby. options for his his melee weapons like he's got the single sword of or the two single swords so he can he I can I either be wielding a two hander or dual wielding yeah that is neat it means that once they put him out as a single model I can get another one <laughs> and just go wild with that. And then we have the Reductus Saboteur for the Dune Cult, who looks properly sneaky. Yeah. I am very excited for what I've started, what what hints of new rules they started to give us yeah. for the, mm. uh, like, those uh, crossfire rules are very interesting. I, yeah, at really first neat. glance, it felt like a bit more bookkeeping than I like to do, but I don't think it's going to be that big a deal. Tokens. Tokens fix everything. Tokens do fix everything. And if you're a third party company that doesn't like that feels like you're losing um, potential uh, games workshop related sales, tokens. Tokens. Make I want I want terrain keyword tokens. Terrain keyword tokens definitely would be awesome. So that you can look at your terrain before the battle, you can talk to people, and you can throw down, uh, you know, what their keywords are. And then you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about it when turn three and four drinks later, you don't know what that terrain is anymore. Exactly. Like, I'm into it. The, the thing is, Games Workshop is really aggressive about their rules and their models. Yep. But for a lot of the other stuff, they are not on top of it that well. Yeah, so, I've got some beautiful like high count wound markers for the big the big mm-hmm. boys uh that I love. Uh they're twisty dials and they're gorgeous and yeah, like that kind of stuff. I will spend an infinite amount of money on ancillaries if I think they're <laughs> cool and going to make my gameplay easier. Like I don't understand how come more there's no there's not more dice company that are getting into this. Like, obviously, you mm-hmm. can't, like, replicate exact logos and things like that, but you can do close enough approximations to satisfy I mean, most average of, player. I mean, the thing about iconography is that it's usually pretty generic and universal for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, like, you just, as long as it doesn't look exactly like it, like, it's, it's an arrow. I don't know what you're going to do. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't, you can't get mad about that. We're doing it. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, 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 I'm weirded out that so much energy is spent on making their sisters of combat models. I can get sisters of battle. It's fine, guy. Like they, they did it. They finally did it. <laughs> but you know what? I can't get. I can't get twenty quote unquote tau dice at a reasonable price. So. Well, get on that. Or those those terrain counters would be amazing. Yeah, terrain counters would be great. I'm in the I'm in the middle of making um some miracle tokens that are numbered so you, that your dice don't get mixed up. Mm-hmm. So you roll a die, you know, you roll your miracle die, and then you take the token so that you don't screw it up. Mm-hmm. What I have to make them. I don't want to make them, yeah. guys. But here we are. I have to carry around. I carry around two sets of dice when I play Sisters. Yeah, exactly. Two different ones. Uh, (laughs) The last game I played uh, at our local gaming store, which honestly, like, it's such a good store. Like, I feel sore. I feel sorry. I almost said real Canadian. Like, I feel sorry for (laughs) my friends. Like, like I feel sorry for you guys that you don't have a store like this close by. Yeah. Um, like the last time I played there, I compl- I forgot to bring my dice. <laughs> Fortunately, my opponent, which is also my brother, uh, brought enough, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but the Gene Stewart cult, uh, they, we get to see the crossfire rules, which are pretty interesting. And for the custodians, we get to see shield host fighting styles and stances. And so, 
adding a lot of a, a lot of character to the army. You know, we'll see how <clears throat> complicated the rules get when we actually see the the codexes. And I'm wondering if they're going to do anything with the way that Gene Star Cult deploys because um, Gene Star Cult had like three deployment phases in the game. Yeah. And it, you know, when my brother would play Gene Star Cult, I just I'd walk away and go to someone else when we, you know, set up. <laughs> The first time, then the second time. One of those bases is just throwing tokens. Yeah, but you know, got to make sure they're all in the right spot. Got to think about. Yeah, where they're gonna go and Uh what? Which ones are gonna be my fake token? Like, where are my fake tokens going? You know, one one thing that I used to do a long time ago was uh, using chess clocks for games. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that needs to make a comeback. You're not gonna get. uh, You're not gonna get better the longer you think about it. No. Well, yeah. To, to, to you say that, and like my, ref, my 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 reflex was to say no, no, no. I mean, people who do think about it probably do better. But like, I remember playing with some like against and on the same side as some pretty high level players, and no, they know what to do. Yeah, exactly. Quickly. You either know what you're doing or you don't. And either way, yeah. do it. You can do it fast. Yeah. If if like, you know I'm what quick you're doing, because I don't know what I'm doing, so we're just pushing little dudes around, rolling <laughs> some dice. Let's go. Exactly. I, anyways, I, I, I don't want to say I don't like slow players, but man, it takes the wind out of a game pretty quickly if I have to watch one dude nudge a rhino at a quarter inch at right. a time for yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah. Especially once when they've already won. Like I, I have two figs left. What are you doing? Yeah. I, I right. Know, I, yeah. I'd, I'd rather watch the quarter inch nudge than have to keep calling the guy who measures twelve inches then somehow moves sixteen. Yeah, but none of it's. Why do we play this game? I know none of it's. It's all annoying, but <laughs> um, I'm really interested to see the the Gene Sterl Cult Codex because I think um, they seem to have a lot of you know neat new rules with Crossfire and, and Exposed and, and all the different upgrades you can give to units, um, and that's going to be a nice Xenos Codex. Speaking of which, they revealed this week that after those two codexes, which were supposed to be out this month but got pushed to next month, looks like hot on their heels will be Tau. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's going to be a hard year for me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be the, okay. The You've problem, got the models. I've got a lot of Tau models already. The, the problem is, here's the issue I have with a lot of my armies. Like, my Tau army, even my Tyranid army, my Mech army, is that I build these armies to a very high point level a long time ago. And since then, they've put out so many cool new models for all of them. Yeah, yeah. That I feel like I'm behind. Like it, it's hard for me to go dive into my town and say I'm going to play my town and realize I only have access to like 66 percent of the codex because I don't have the the, the, <laughs> the the other models. So that gets really annoying really quick. Um, I think once I've cleaned up a good portion of my gray pile of shame this year. Maybe I think next year is going to be playing catch up on some of my old armies. Yeah. Well, luckily, f- luckily for you, they only revealed one new model so far. <sighs> Here, yeah, here's the thing. So he's got his cute, his he's... cute little drone. <laughs> but here's so the thing, cool. right? So, so they did the. So we're getting Custodes and we're getting Gene Circult. We're no. They, ha- they each have one more model, but it doesn't look like there's going to be more for either of those. Yeah. No. Which means there's probably going to be some for Tau. Maybe <sighs> a couple, but we'll talk about the Advent Calendar shortly. I think that's where the big release is going to be next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, well, well, yeah, we'll talk. Which is painful I for ha- me. I have counterpoints. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, we, we've often talked about, you know, the different auxiliary units that are supposed to, you know, Tower are supposed to have with them from yeah. different races. It'd be cool to see those, or even just rules in the codex for like, oh, take, you know, a guardsman squad, you know, they get pulse rifles. Give them yeah, we'll convert. convert. Like, yeah, that's go fine. for it. We'll yeah, it's, it's cool. I'm, I'm down for converting. I'm always down, like, I mean, don't give me, like, a ton of stuff there's not models for, but, like... I need the rules. I can do a lot of the other stuff. Here's but the I'm thing. gonna need rules for them. I like the idea, and maybe that's where it should go. I like the idea that everything that's in a codex should be available as a model mm-hmm. without conversion. But then that they put out 
official or semi-official rules in White Dwarves on Warhammer Plus. Well, not Warhammer Plus, but, but because Warhammer like that's community. pay to play. Like in the Warhammer community, adding stuff there because the original Gavessas, like they you used to have rules that were chapter approved for Imperial Guard ta- work, working with the Tau, and you could upgrade one to have a pulse rifle. It was all really fun. That's that's where I feel like the conversion uh, fodder should be. Yeah. Well, but I also think like you know like they did with Gene Stereo Cult, right? You have the it's an Imperial Guard box that comes with you know a sprue of a bunch of extra bits. You could do the same thing. Oh with, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yep. you're right. For, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. For this, right? Yeah. Imperial Guard or upgrade sprue kits and a, yeah or yeah something like that um, <clears throat> to help that along. And then like yeah like the the White Dwarf for maybe some of the other aliens they might want to introduce. Um, I do like, you know, the only we've only seen one rules preview so far, but I do like it looks interesting so far because uh, Montka and Kayun used to be a one round thing, and now it's interesting that you you know you pick once you know the turn order, and then it's either battle rounds one to three or battle rounds three to five. So gives you uh, some more interesting uh, stuff for the Tau army anyway. And they're they're I feel that they're both much more impactful for the game. Yeah. And more flavorful for what they represent. So, like, you can definitely just build an army based on what strategy you're going to be favoring, or build a come all army and then choose which strategy you're going to use depending on the mission. And that's that's the kind of strategic flexibility that I enjoy in my Tau. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I don't remember which character it was, but there's one that could do both Monka and Kaoyun in a single game. Uh, what they do with them. I, I would not be opposed to it still doing that because that means that turn three is nuts. Because they overlap. Yeah, they could, yeah, they could <laughs> do both. Or maybe it'll be like, you know, pick one and then you could do the other one for one turn or something. Who knows? But it'll be... Well, I'm sure we'll find out once once we get more rules previews for the Tau. But it looks like, uh, again, just adding more character to the army. Yeah, we're, we're getting... Two new kits. We're getting the Pathfinder and we're getting uh, Dark Strider, which kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like the moment they they showed the silhouette, like we know that there's new Pathfinders and the Kill Team supplements. Like, yeah, I, I think that's I think I know who that is. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm just curious, leading up to the release of the Codex, if they're going to start showing us some other things. Um, New crutes, new like plastic croutons, plastic crout house. Like, there's so much you could do. Like, I mean, I don't think that that's necessarily out of the question, given the fact that they uh, they did the uh, so you can run the Sisters of Silence with your custodians, or they have given them um, their own HQ. Mm-hmm. So like, they could easily do that with crout, and that would be, be great. That would be nuts. Like, because that's the thing. Like, I you look at the Tau Codex, and I don't think the Tau portion needs much more in no. models. Like, convert some, models. Uh, some some stuff into plastic, but bulking up the crutes a bit, like that's mm, cool. and especially since now, like we've seen what they can do with 40k neo-primitive tribes yes. like the beast snaggas like imagine like a, a kill rig but like with a big crude like crude beast pulling it something similar to that that would be neat i would be down for that yeah i'd love yeah. to see some more more crude options mm-hmm. in addition to the red gobble we got another christmas mini um the Orc with the scaven head and his little little grot yeah. thing running from the rat. He's good. Brawler. <laughs> he may he may end up be con- being converted to a second beast boss, where I replace everything that's a rat for a Tyranid. I have yeah. a little ripper chasing after the grot. <laughs> oh, the goblin. Exactly. Little, that's awesome. I've got I, I got it. the pieces. Like I got the bits, man. I can do it. <laughs> There's no stopping me. I want to see that. That'd be awesome. Well, there is one thing stopping me. I need to get the fig and That's have true. the time to do is it. it so. Is it available online yet? It's after the first, right? I think so. That's the deal. So. It's in store until a time that I don't remember. 
Uh, you know what? I might get it at the store if I end up going downtown. Otherwise, I'll I might I might order it, <laughs> which is which is great because if I order it, it'll end up being at the store for me to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! Can we talk about how sad I was um, about the entire saga of the bouncer plush? Oh, okay. is that yeah. whole oh. that, so? So it started that they were impossible to get, right? And, like, I went to my store, and I tried to get one. Like, I went to my Warhammer store, guys. I hate going to my Warhammer store. Yeah, but and why I went would there. you hate going to your Warhammer I hate it. So I went there but, to try and get it, and they didn't have it. And they're like, no, it's fine. Just call. And then, like, a week and a half later, they're like, oh, they're all recalled. You need to cut it apart and send us a picture, and we will send you a refund. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, I guess I'm not going to get one now. Amy's Warhammer store is is also my Warhammer store because there's like one store in New Hampshire, Massachusetts area. It's it's out in kind of the middle of nowhere and, and not... wait, which ones? You, which one are you talking? Isn't about? Isn't the Brookline one, right? No, Franklin. Oh, oh, you go down. Shore. Oh, you're South Shore. Yeah. yeah, no, the Brookline one is well. It's kind of out it's of the not way. the Harvard Square one that used to be amazing. Oh, I used to work there in the highest rent part of this. Yeah, I, that's the one I used to work at, and because uh, it was the best one. Yeah, I had three floors and yeah, it was so what? Cool. So here's here's yes. what it, back back in in that time frame when I worked for Games Workshop, and luckily they've changed. They didn't look at how much an area cost. They just sort of said, "Here's a place that gets a lot of foot traffic." So whatever which, the range, which it Square did. definitely was college and students, not a bad demographic. Also had a, a door right next. To the, there was a shoe store right next to it. Shared it like almost shared a door, so we got a lot of people coming in there from for the shoe store. Um, but it was, I mean, yeah, they had tons of tables, um, a lot of space. Um, this was that was the first store that opened in the Boston area, yeah. and they but they hired everybody that was going to work at all the stores. And had, so there's like you could go in there, there'd be ten people there, which was sort of disconcerting because one person would walk in, and everybody would go hi. Um, <laughs> this is weird. Yeah, but yeah, it was a really nice store, but it was way too, uh, you know, it's Boston. In, yeah, in Harvard I Square. That. I can't even imagine. So it was kind of. All right, I have the details on that work. Uh, he will be available in store from the 26th to the 2nd of January, and then made to order online from the 3rd to the 9th. There you go. So he's not even available yet. Not yet. Oh, he's not yet. After, Chris, after Crimbus. Yeah, I'll go after Crimbus. I'll find some time. The funny thing is, like, our store here is also in, like, it's in, it's, it's in a mall in downtown your Montreal. It's so like, nice. It's tiny, though, but it is. It is twice the size of the one I, mean, I go to. That's, that's the thing, though, right? If it isn't one of the, the, like, gaming centers or whatever, the cafes, it's like, it's they're all pretty small now. Yeah. Like, mine but, is, like, literally a closet. Yeah. I they have that. a gaming table. They run events. I don't know how. <laughs> Ours has like two tiny four by fours. It's not like it's not great, yeah. but they do have a lot of stock, and the staff is generally friendly. Like friendly. it's it's weird because the old staff knows me, the new staff doesn't. So like <laughs> I'll walk in, it's like, hello, sir. Do you know about the Games Workshop hobby? <laughs> and then when the old guys go, hey Jeff, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's the You're location. Like, yes, is... Let me show you my demon. <laughs> Like, Let me tell you stories, son, about the Games Workshop hobby. <laughs> My managers used to be lead, and I liked it. Sitting around, children, yes. I'm sterile because my miniatures, you can't claim that. But, um, no, but the location is great. Like, it's on the same floor as the food court. It's right next to the lingerie store. It's great. It's there you go. great. There you go. Yeah, when they... Did you ever go to the one in the Danvers Mall, Amy? Yeah. Yeah, when, I, and there used to be that like so there was the one in the Danvers Mall, yeah, which is actually the, pretty nice. The one that was in the Danvers Mall was the highest performing store out of all three. And then and then the one and then there was like a comic-y gamey like before board game stores were really a thing because they weren't uh it was like three doors down. And so you could like yeah. go in there too and get stuff. It was great. And then they, they called that the Nerd Mall. And then they put one in the Natick Mall and that was at the com- Complete opposite end of the of the food court, down a side near J.C. Penney, like you couldn't see it if you stood at the main, the cross section because <laughs> it it was you know the mall where it kind of goes down and cuts back, 
And we were in the, oh, yeah. it was in the cutback part. So I'm, anyway, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you guys off because uh, we we still have a lot of ground to cover. Oh, that's true. All right, <laughs> so let's move we over do. to the advent <laughs> calendar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the advent which calendar. this year contains a quote. Strangely no, enough, several quotes. It's all about quotes. Oh, that's true. There's more than one. More importantly, the biggest anyway. thing, which if I were a Sigmar player, it is a hundred percent forty k. Yeah. So far. So far. <laughs> Not only is it. We're is halfway it... there, so I guess. I guess it... things could change. Not only is it exclusively 40k, it's ex- pretty. It seems to be almost exclusively Eldar. So, okay. I'm going to are... go ahead and say Space Elves. Yeah, yeah. Because I general. feel like cause there are a minimum of three, maybe four factions that can be broken into so so what i think they're doing is kind of what jeff what you had kind of talked about before is that craft worlds harlequins and yanaira will be just in one book right it's almost like the dark drukari codex I, we have I, I have never said that i thought I you said that. never do that no um, no no, no. I th- oh no you were you're saying they're going to do a yanari codex so. yanari no, yeah. i want here because yes, here's yes. the thing like i i want them to go the opposite direction because right now like imperium like if you say i play imperium that includes a dozen freaking codexes the idea of having at least four codexes for Yanari so that you can say I play Yanari and it being a wider group of armies instead of just one type or of army. Craft worlds. Yeah. I like that it goes in that direction. I want it to go in that direction. And I would even go so far as to say, why not fold in? Because I like the way AOS kind of has it. We have death and destruction and order and some other thing, chaos. Like, I don't hate that happening a bit for 40K. I mean, so, we, no, I, I do have, want to have... we have the Imperium, we have chaos, and we have the Xenos. But the Xenos is basically just... And the rest, yeah. yeah. It's and the rest. Like, there's no cohesion. There's no story there, really. And in fact, like a lot of them are kind of they're they're dire enemies of each other, even more than they are of Chaos and the Imperium. So it's like you, you'll never say that. Oh yeah, yeah, Necrons and the Eldaris are kind of on the same side because they're Xenos. Like, no, they're ancient enemies. But going back to the Advent Calendar. I I think so far we can break up what we've seen into three categories. We've got space elves, we've got chaos, and we have cryptic quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the cryptic quotes do have one thing kind of in common, which is that they're all really emo. <laughs> and you know who's the most emo? The Yanari? Well, besides, I mean, uh, what, what chaos faction is the most emo? Um, the Dark Lords the sl- thing? I don't... <laughs> the, the guys with the Batman hat. The Night Lords? <laughs> yeah. The guys. Dark Lords. I don't... Man, I don't want to see Night Lords. Not either. I want it to be Slash. No. I think it will be. Because... Because here, here's my theory on this. Well, the space elf, like, there's one of them that looks like a leapy dude. Um, mm-hmm. One of them clearly looks like a dark reaper weapon. There's a there's chainsaw. There's a jet bikey one. This so looks like an that... Autark helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Autark or maybe uh, one of those oh, Dire Avenger. Dying, yeah. yeah. Some so, sort of Eldar character, anyway. So yeah, it looks like there might be some variety as to the space elves. The quotes, like I say, like the emo thing, like it talks about like slender hopes and the soul prize and in defeat, you know, victory. Like this is this sounds a lot like death and resurrection type um, talk, which is really the Yanari's uh, sales pitch. So that makes me hopeful. But then you've got those two chaos things and they're fairly generic to be honest like there's there's a claw thingy and there's a mechadendrite with a jaw Mm. but here's what makes me think maybe we're heading towards possibly um 
some Slanesh type thing, some uh, Empress Children thing, is that if you're thinking Eldar and their dire enemy and their big deal, like what do Eldar, which chaos god do Eldar associate with as in a averse kind of situation? It's Slanesh. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm, I mean, that could be a box. Yeah, yeah that could be. That would be a really cool box. In fact, a super cool box. It would be a box. I would probably go uh, <laughs> trek violently through a retirement home to get my hands on. <laughs> me- metaphorically speaking. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's that's like the the the, the be all end all of my theories for this. Well, I mean, <clears throat> if that is indeed a, a Dark Reaper missile launcher, that means Aspect Rose will be plastic, which will be bad news for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, I think pretty clearly so far it's Eldar and, and or, you know, some, the top knots and stuff look, look a little possibly Harlequin-y, but um, we'll see what happens as, as we get more of the Advent calendar. What I'm hoping is that, because here's the thing, right? Right now, we have one plastic Aspect Warrior box, yep. and it is the uh, the Howling Banshees. Yep. Now, what is the one thing that is peculiar about that box? The one? You're going to have to tell yeah. us. <sighs> it comes with Yanari head options. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. If they're doing all the Aspect Warriors and they all have a Yanari option, making yep. them dual kits that fit for both armies, and then they put out a couple of Yanari-specific models and a codex, that becomes super exciting <laughs> and expensive for JF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's it. That's, that's yeah, like, this is what I want. And I'm willing to twist facts to make, <laughs> to make it happen. My desires. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, it's definitely you know three of the pictures we've gotten so far are clearly Eldar weapons. One of them looks like uh, actually the what's the the fire dragon Exarch heavy pike or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the dark reaper weapon, and then another one which looks sort of just a little. Not can't really tell what it is. Um, but definitely, and that's clearly a, a Eldar engine on up there too. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and the jet bikes, like this, this is mostly Eldar stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So far, and uh, of course, there's rumors flying around what it could be, but um, hopefully that means that you know in the spring time frame we'll we should hopefully be seeing this stuff. If um, I mean, it'd be a pretty good Adepticon announcement. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's what I'm thinking. That's what. Uh, where you might see actually see full pictures of, of the models here. I'd be down for it. Like, I mean, if that's what they want to do, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess I'll, I'll take a look if, if that's what it's going to be. But Yeah. I am not. It doesn't have to be that. Just be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be too excited. Nah, I'm chill. I'm chill. I... <laughs> It, this is like this is the dilemma I live my life with. Like every yeah. time something comes out, I hope it's not too cool because yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> want it. Yeah. Such yeah. is the life of being a 40k gamer. A hobby magpie. Mm-hmm. Well, I am uh, actually probably gonna end up watching something on Warhammer Plus now, so I can watch that Red Gobble Battle Report because that seems pretty. The fun. Uh... There's a new animation out this week. I don't know the name of it, but there's a new animation, and it is uh, the Adeptus Mechanicus. It's quite good. Oh, I, I need to go check it out. I'm super late on my uh, on my Warhammer Plus oh, things. But speaking of animations, we're we're glossing over a uh, a, a story ten years in the making here. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the uh, the gaming awards this year. I didn't. It's boring. Yep. But they did oh, announce yes. they did announce something that actually looked kind of cool. Space Marine uh, Tanks. Yeah. Which mm, Tyranids guys. That's mm. that's super exciting and I mean I played the first one, you know, ten years ago and 
you just you kill a bunch of stuff, which makes you feel like a space marine. I mean, that's yeah, no, yeah exactly. That's, no, that's, it's, it's like they did it right, like yeah. shooting a bolter felt boltery, and that was enjoyable. And uh, yeah, it looks looks really cool too. Nothing like uh, you know, again, just like with all the animations, right? It's like what you think space marines actually would be like if they what, what do they used to call them, movie marines? Um, yeah, I mean the. The game I'm waiting for from the Warhammer 40k franchise is Shoot as Blood and Teeth. That is going to be <laughs> that is going to be yes. my game. I, I'm not so sure about Space Marine. Um, here's the, the I mean, it's problem. Fine. Like I'm glad, but it's just not it's not for me. The problem I have with Space Marine is that so far it's really shaping up to be a tragedy because the Tyranids look like they keep dying. And that makes me super sad. Yeah. But it is fun to see Tyranids being well animated, like see the swarm, see the uh, see the Tyranid warriors. Like all of it looks super dope. So yeah, that's because you're a filthy heretic. I'm not a heretic. Like Tyranids, they're just hungry. Okay. You are also hungry. I am always. This, this is why we so fat. Uh, <laughs> But it's it's interesting that they're bringing back was it Titus what's his name yeah. Yeah. generic space ring dude and this is this is really a case of this does nothing for me but I am super happy for those who are excited for it yes absolutely it looks and neat and you know it should it'll probably maybe drag some more people into the hobby which which will be always always nice as um and it's plus you know a month after it comes out you can just go on YouTube and watch all the cutscenes because somebody will cut them all together. Yeah, exactly. And beyond that also is that we're not living in the same Games Workshop era that we were 10 years ago. Yeah. People who are really excited by Titus, and let me say, like, Titus, all right, the Space Marines look cool, like, it was all really boss, but I loved the, I loved the, the Guardsmen. <laughs> the way they look at the Space Marine really paints a picture of, of how these two types of characters interact. And that was fun. But we, we live in a world where they made a, a Cal Jericho fig. They, um, mm-hmm. they keep bringing things from books to figs and from figs to books. So anybody that's really excited about Titus, um, Primaris Lieutenant, or we riot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like they may end up with that character for 40k with his own rules, and which they, they should in yeah. his own box all by himself, so that all of my video game friends, I can be like, look, you could build this dude. Like, come on, exactly just one guy. It is just, like just one guy. And I mean, this is a video game. Video games, you, you and I know this, Amy. You can spend two hundred dollars on a big box that comes with an art book and some stickers oh, and, my, and a uh, statue <clears throat> of Soldier Seventy Six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my uh, Breath of the Wild collector's edition agrees with you. I just cleaned out my I just cleaned out my shelf of uh, World of Warcraft special edition <laughs> boxes because I was like, I don't. Need to have all of them. <laughs> yeah. Did you try selling them at least? Because there yeah. are some people who are weird. But but the thing is, like in that box set that seems almost inevitable, toss in a freaking model. Yeah. Yep. Get 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 the true. Just don't fans. make that the only way to get it, though. No 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 no. I I, I like what they've been doing with a lot with a lot of these models, where it's like you can only get it there. For a few months, and then you can get it wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, what's great about you know, kind of what you mentioned about this, and, and all the animations coming out now is, is you know, unlike what you see in, in when you go to an, a gaming store or an event, space screens are on every single battlefield in the 40k universe. So it's nice to see how you know the the 40k world actually interacts with them. Yeah, it's it's always fun to get versions of how these characters kind of exist in the universe. Like when we saw the the first animation for Domitus, seeing what a sister does, like an, an actual act yeah. of fate where she sits like she kneels down and she prays to the emperor. Like it's interesting to get visuals as to what these things actually look like. 
um, not that my imagination was failing on that point, but like adding to the father, like putting fuel on that fire is always fun. Yeah, yeah. definitely. All right, guys. Well, that's everything that's been happening so far, uh, or recently, I guess you should say, with Games Workshop and 40K. Um, we're rapidly approaching the eventless for Adepticon and also registration. So um, let us know what events you're looking forward to. Um, and also, uh, if you are yes. going to Adepticon, you should sign up uh, for the 40K Radio first ever Red Gobbo miniature swap. Uh, all the details are on our Facebook page and our Twitter. And if you don't want to read all of that, uh, you can access the sign-up form directly by going to tiny.cc slash redgoboswap. So please check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and remember, that is the spirit of the event. Um, and in the next time we talk to you, we'll have a, had a chance to take a look at the Adepticon 40K event list. Or event list in general, not just 40K. And we'll hopefully have a guest to talk to us about it. So, uh, anything else, guys, before we go? No, I think we're good. No, no, I'm good. Like, there's things I want to complain about, but I'll keep it for no. myself. Don't save that for a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save it for my vlog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a vlog. And uh, JF and Amy's storytelling podcast, Equilo, uh, concluding another fantastic season. So, please listen to that. If you guys haven't, check it out. It's, it's a lot of fun. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. We'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Freebooters Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Freebooters Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Freebooters Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies. <laughs>